Hello, you're listening to Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is, shoot, I just gotta get something off my chest. It's one of those podcast episodes where we're like, yeah, we'll probably do a news episode. We'll probably talk about the news, maybe do some questions. We might still do some questions on this one, depending on how long, how long this goes. But it's one of those episodes where it's like, dude, I am just, I need to get something off my chest. And yes, technically, everybody on the YouTube channel probably has gotten quite an earful of most of this. I don't know. It's just kind of one of those moments where it's like, I'm starting to think that people need a reminder that creativity needs to be free. Like you need to have a, a bit of freedom in creativity. Otherwise you're stifling it. And it really just feel like this last couple of weeks has been like one of those prime examples. And granted, it's been, it's been that way for quite a while now. We had the whole situation with the Vice video where they went to Japan and pretty much harassed a bunch of people and broke the law. And then made a hit piece on all of Japan, how terrible they are. And that apparently is getting an Emmy, or at least it's been nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> and then we had the whole Pixiv situation, which that was what, like, that was like a year ago, wasn't it? I mean, that was, that was pretty far back. I don't, I don't have a date on my, on my thing here. Um, why doesn't, why doesn't, oh, that was way back in August 21st. So that would have been, yeah, it's about a year, a year now. So it's just, I don't know. Are, are you are you kidding? I mean, you're obviously less connected than I am right now with the anime sphere, but there's just a certain point where it just feels like things are kind of going downhill. And one of the whole reasons why we started doing anime in general was just to see that kind of creative freedom that just don't see in the West. The West kind of got... It wasn't that I got into anime when the West got controlled and restricted. It was more the fact that I went to anime because I seen that they were willing to go in places that most Western companies weren't willing to go to, and that was kind of the fascinating thing. And now it just feels like, yes, kind of a product of it getting more popular. It just feels like everybody's jumping on board now to demonize everything, and it's getting really frustrating because this is honestly our last speaking of hope is, is anime for me personally anyways. Well, the way I look at it... And we have no outline for this, by the way, so we're just going to wing it. <laughs> the way I look at it is I've actually kind of been hinting at this for a while. Um, more along the lines of I was I was seeing a gatekeeper aspect and I kept harping on this gatekeeper, 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 gatekeeper. And I kept saying that this is blocking it from us is actually kind of by forcing us to all go into one place that gives them more power. Yeah, that this... power they can translate into, hey, our viewers want this, so you have to do this. And so they're, they have this extra power. Now, there's also the aspect of there is people that are kind of in the same realm as those people who have the power, and they want to see these changes. And those people are very much in the same group as the others, that are enforcing or or making it sound like there's more desire for something to change than is actually there. I think that was the first time that we really kind of brought this whole aspect up was the whole idea of of Sony buying up companies. And then the moment that it went to Crunchyroll, we were going, this isn't good, people. And everybody's like, no, it's great. I only have one sub. And it's like, no, you, you don't realize it's now funneling to pretty much one location. And that's not a good thing. That is never a good thing because there's no competition. They do whatever they want. We're the only we're the only avenue to get it. 
And it, it kept jumping around because every now and then somebody would get into it. Disney gets into it or High Dive's still trying to... AMC buys High Dive and it seems like they're still trying to keep a, a leg in there. But in in the end, it's still like you still... At, currently, looking at Crunchyroll and what they have, it they have pretty much, what, 95, 96% of all the shows that's currently out right now. And they have that control. But I was there was a side of me at that time that was still like, you know, look, it's still okay. We're still okay because Japan still desires, for the most part, the producers anyways, still desire for the most part to make their money from what they're advertising. But that's not, that's slowly not being the case anymore because overseas distribution has pretty much took over 50% of the anime market. That doesn't mean 50% of what an anime makes is 50% of what the anime industry makes. The, the producers are still making boatloads more from the manga and whatnot. So they still have that audience they have to serve. They're more focused on getting people to buy that manga than to make some extra bank over here. This is just a bonus. Well, But eventually it's going to come to that point where, yeah, it we become, the West becomes what they're aiming for because that's where the money's at. The... The best way I can put it is, it's 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 a snowball. It, it it started way back there. I was what I was talking about was way back with Funimation when we were complaining about the the crap that they were doing way the back there. Yeah, yeah, all that crap. It, it 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 started way back there, and it was slowly building and building and building and building and building. And now we're at this point where it's like everybody's trying to push back and say, "Hey, wait, 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 chill." <laughs> um. And no, it's it's here. And and I hope you all have been paying attention because it's it the the thing is is I I wasn't looking at it just from the anime sphere. I was looking at it across dif- different fandoms. Um this is uh Game of Thrones had the same issue. Um the uh I I, I actually wrote an entire just rant podca- podcast that we never used that um, where I, I basically went just full on nuts because I had heard somebody, um, from a knitting community for Pete's sake, that was going through almost to a T exactly what we were doing over here in the anime sphere. And it was like, what the heck is going on? And I'm just listening to, um, across the spectrum of all these just different fandoms. They're all dealing with the same crap. Um, there is this aspect of trying to enforce a a moral code onto and 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 it, you, in a way you can't really blame these people for doing this because they feel very very um, adamant because it's 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 deep down in their core their moral values. Yeah, and, that's kind of the overall an issue that's happening right now. I mean, it, it's it started in politics. I mean, it started in football. Let's be perfectly honest. <laughs> it started in football. It went into politics, and now it's pretty much everywhere is this idea that you have to be one or the other. Yeah. You have to be black or you have to be white. You cannot be in that gray area. You cannot be in the middle ground. And that happens with every discussion anymore. It feels like everybody assumes the other is in the extreme. Mm-hmm. That's how the conversations break apart is it's this assumption that the other side is always the extremes. Even if it seems like for the most part, most people are in the middle. It's kind of like our discussions on the Discord itself. Yeah, every now and then it kind of gets in that route where somebody suddenly just goes in the extremes. But thankfully, we we're pretty good at kind of most of our community is pretty good about about going, okay, chill guys, let's let's come here in the middle and talk. And it ends up kind of diffusing itself. Whereas you look anywhere else and it's like 
you, you sneeze something and it suddenly you hate waffles, obviously. And it's like, no, well, I just sneezed. The, the, oh, so you really do hate waffles and you're on the defense the whole time. And that's that's just like uh, when we talk about uh, Bitcoin or we talk or any any of the tokens or, 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 or NFT. And it's like. No, I like unions, the technology. AI. You, what you were talking about with your AI part, or, uh, video is like the AI I, is doing that right I, now. Exactly. It's like I love the technologies. Why can I not appreciate the technologies and still be very aware that hey, this is not necessarily working out the way they they they're putting it yeah. on the box. It's not working that way. Um, so I mean, it's it's one of those things of I I, I don't understand why it, it there's the immediate. Um, split in the group that is not necessarily there i i think that in a lot of ways we're not necessarily as divided as we think we are um it's one of those frustrating things and that's that, the funny thing because it's always like that aspect of somebody says bark and then somebody says what so you're not meow and then the, and then it's like this oh no i didn't say that i mean this and this and then at some point you come together and you go oh yeah that's that's true bark meow i mean why not it's like you always start the extremes and then everybody kind of has to come to the middle slowly and realize, yeah, we're, we're kind of thinking the same. I mean, we, we agree more than we disagree. And that affects pretty much all conversation. I don't know how we got here. What, how do we get here? <laughs> but no, <laughs> I, I do we, agree with you. Originally, originally, the big scare for the gatekeeping aspect in general, and I'm, I'm going to eventually get to the point that I was actually going to get into um, this is the great thing about doing it off the cuff is Chris goes down this weird rabbit hole and I go, wait, we're not talking about that. <laughs> um, but it is true. I mean, it, it all kind of starts there and that idea that there is a bit of influence that's slowly kind of creeping its way. And I would argue at this moment, it's pretty much got its fangs in the anime industry. It's just a, it's a matter of when it decides to bite down. Mm -hmm. And that's when it's going to start crushing and really kind of changing things. But it, it, it started from that whole point and it's slowly kind of progressing from there as we see that it's kind of getting its tendrils into what we get served is what it's really at. We get served something that has, yes, let's face it, political agendas being thrown into it and, and, and references and they're interpreting things their own way in order to speak some sort of message. And yeah, for the most part, it was mostly in dubs that we kind of seen it pretty blatant. Yeah. I mean, as everybody remembers the old Gamergate comment in a random dub, but it's like, that is the, the most dated comment to put in there like if you watch i think if most people watch uh watch prison school now and dub they're gonna go what the heck is a gamer game <laughs> like it was such a flame for like what a month or two and it just went away and now we have a reference in an anime that's permanently embedded into it for future generations to watch because they're never gonna redub that show unless something happens in the future they get another season it suddenly becomes like a a new hit sensation and they have to improve the audio. But it's just like, why do they like the whole patriarchy comment with the uh, dragon maid? It's like it, that's where it started. I think where we finally seen it, like, Oh, this is happening. Like they've, the people in control over here have an agenda. They have a quota to meet and then, and they're putting in here forcefully. And yeah, I would argue similar to like you were saying, there's probably some people that are very passionate about it. And they, they themselves believe this is important and they want to bestow that knowledge upon the viewers while they bestow this great dub to you that that you don't deserve. That's where it starts to get a little bit difficult. And it kind of continues on from there is my my vantage point in my fear. And this is how I can kind of piggyback this off to the core subject here is that eventually that's going to start affecting what we get. 
And that's where I'm getting extremely scared. I'm fine with sticking with the subs and avoiding weird dubs, but when it comes to what they choose we get, that's where it's gonna get scary. And again, I, I do give you, I, I acknowledge what you said there, and that's really in the idea that I do believe it's well, gonna come down to simply when enough of the market is the West, eventually the West dictates. Yes. It happened with PlayStation. J Japan, and this is all in Sony, by the way, Crunchyroll Sony. Sony, Japan, pretty much put their headquarters for PlayStation in the US because it was selling better and it was a bigger market than Japan. Eventually that might, might happen with anime. At that point, full decisions are being made by them. The, the, one of the silly things from our, um, from the, from the place that we stand, it, it's, it's really weird because we've been watching the anime sphere for what, 12 years now, I, I think is what I was gathering at, at some point. It might be less, might be more. Um, it, it, it's really weird from our perspective to see things and how they've kind of um, evolved over time. It someone argued devolved devolved if you want to go that route um it's it's odd to see it from our perspective because um anybody coming in and they're like oh and what are they even talking about it, this is how it's been all this time i've been watching the anime sphere for for three years and i've never seen any no okay we've seen it and if you really want to get really far into the deep into the woods even longer i mean we both of us have been watching anime for since the nineties. Um, so we literally at close to 30 years now watching anime. And it's funny because at first, I mean, even, and, and this is in the gamer sphere as well. Um, when, when we first started, if you, if you're not, haven't watched it for a while, you're kind of in this, this weird bubble where you're, you're not seeing these things. So when something happens, it might bother you a little bit, but you're like, you're at the whim of the translator. Um, this is one of the reasons why we, we, I, at one point, I think I railed again. If you want to call it rail, I'm not really railing. I'm just voicing my, my opinion on th certain things. Um, that one of the things that I did recently was start, uh, uh, designating a difference between localizers and, and translators. Um, Mostly because the localize localizing seems to be the thing that everybody goes to. It um, when when somebody says it's translated and and you go that is not translated. You are inserting things. Oh well, that's what they have to do to make it make sense to, to the local. It. Yeah, they have to interpret it so the local the the people that the audience that is getting it will understand. Okay, it's replacing the rice ball with the donut. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's changing the cigarette into a freaking lollipop. That's um, different. That's censorship. <laughs> That's a different thing altogether. But, you know, my point being, the reason why I... Who I, knows? Maybe somebody has something that they think that rice balls are dangerous, and maybe that's censorship too. You never know. One of the things that I have... The reasons why I started splitting localizing from translating is mostly because I've, I've always been one that if you're going to translate some something, put a very light touch. If you really want to make some kind of... And I started calling it the laugh track if you, because people kind of make it into this weird thing. It's funnier when you make sense. I don't care about how fun... What you think is funny. I want what the 
original artist intended on being funny. I want that. So if you want to do your laugh track, fine. Do your laugh track. Give me the original intent. That's what I want. That's what I pay for. That's what I pay Crunchyroll for. I'm not very satisfied with my product lately, <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm credits, doing. The credit scrolls instead of saying translator Billy, it says <laughs> comedian Billy. <laughs> comedian Performance Billy. by Billy. <laughs> He's um, like, yeah. <laughs> but th- this is one one of the things that we've we've kind of talked about. Now, why does this matter? This matters mostly because this is where what I, getting back to kind of what I've talked about before, and this all leads into what we're talking about in the grander scheme of enforcing these rules that are different values, values for somebody else on a creator in another part of the world. Mm-hmm. We're going to Crunchyroll because we want a product that is meant for a Japanese audience. We all we want is a translation from Japanese to English. That's all we want is this. And a server that works. Um, Crunchyroll, please. (laughs) Now, on the flip side, there is these uh, these people who believe that their values do not reflect, or the values of the original artist do not reflect the values of the translator. And so, therefore, they have to invoke some kind of a localization so that us Westerners, us, us stupid, foolish Westerners that don't understand anything, we have to read their version of the Japanese uh, mangaka's original work, their version of that stuff, so because that they have put their moral uh, equivalent of that original artist and, and, and they mixed it up in this little, little bowl and served it to you so that you can be more smarter while you're watching this stupid isekai about um uh some kid who got stuck in a in a in a a vr game so you you as long as you're getting smarter because they've they've put their special spin on the translation that's how complicated this is all getting i know it sounds stupid but this is what's going on right now people and then it all comes down to who has the the reins and Sadly, it's we have given them the. That's the sad thing. They gained our trust. They, we gave them the reins. Yeah. And then, what I would guess is that the reins were handed to somebody else, and then somebody else, and eventually got to the wrong hands. And now we're dealing with just the wrong people being in control of something that we love so much, and we want to support the industry. It's obviously working. I don't. I don't subscribe to this argument that well just. Cancel your subs to Crunchyroll because it doesn't go to the Japan anyways. It's obviously going to Japan. Like I said earlier, 50% of the revenue that anime makes every year, 50% of it, a lot of money, is licensing. They are making a boatload of money from our subs. But yes, it gets to eventually that point where it's like, I'm starting to wonder if I need to cancel that. I'm starting to wonder if I really do want to even be a part of that because it's slowly getting bigger and bigger to the point where it can do whatever it wants to do. And a big portion of that is the fear that eventually it's going to come to censoring what is actually in our shows. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to hear it. Biggest falsity that people love to spread is that Crunchyroll censors anime as it comes into their fo- They have not done it yet. Every time it seems like they're doing it, I look into it, I find out it's the studio that's doing it. 
that there's some sort of regulations. That's what's happening with Onimai. They were basically censoring it from there, and they were making a global version and a Japanese version. That's what typically most of these anime companies do. Even with uh, the episode zero of Mushoku Tensei season two, they had a global version and they had a Japanese version. They even made a statement that that's what they chose to do based on their policies and regulations they wanted to follow. Because the more anime becomes more global, the more restricted it's going to be. And that's kind of a bigger argument there is that I don't necessarily think it's just America. It is really just like a global audience in general that's eventually going to start harming anime. The more I, I have like this, this thing in my head that I've been building for a long time. I just don't really know exactly how I want to start tearing into it. I want to make this video where I'm going to start talking about how the main reasons why I don't want anime to be more mainstream than it already is. And we're already seeing so many issues that are coming from it being so mainstream and so popular. And one of those things is that it becomes more and more global. And there's a lot of regions in, in the world itself that doesn't even like skin. <laughs> Female characters cannot even show skin. Remember the whole manga up thing? They were censoring knees. That's <laughs> that bad. Uh, they didn't want anything to show. But again, m the bigger issue that I have, because censorship's going to happen. It's always going to happen. I wish it never happened through visuals, anyways. Um, my bigger issue is really the narrative censorship. And right now, our biggest example of that is Mushoku Tensei. Not saying they're censoring shit, anything right now. Nothing's been censored. Don't get me wrong. It's a prime example of where I start to feel like this is going to happen eventually. There is so much outcry from the last two episodes of Mashoko Tensei that has been coming from certain publications. And it's it's getting ridiculous to this point because my bigger anger comes from how that makes the writers themselves feel. When the narrative doesn't go in the direction that people want and suddenly they're being thrown on a, a cross crucify the guy he how dare he have you know forced servitude in his story he's obviously supporting it and the guy's like replying look guys i don't condone this it's just in my story <laughs> yeah the character's pretty dumb about it and pretty blah about it but it doesn't mean i support it and we had that whole situation with the first season and everybody was going i mean i, I seen people videos where people were uh, attacking gigak because he liked the first season and everybody's going oh that must mean you're all for people that like little kids. And he's like, no, what the hell? Chill out here. That's not what I'm doing here. And I think the more the more and more we see this sort of outrage, it feeds into what we talked about a minute ago, where suddenly this group makes Crunchyroll and Sony realize or think that everybody's outraged that they have this on their platform. Shoot, it happened with interspecies reviewers. I have zero doubt. It would not shock me. Uh, let me just say that. It would not shock me if tomorrow morning I woke up and I go to Crunchyroll.com and I click on Mushoku Tensei and it says, page not found. We, it's it's a matter of time. It can happen. It yeah. depends on how much, of a, how much money it costs them to pay into it. And if they'd want to do that. I'm assuming that it, with interspecies reviewers, it probably didn't affect them too much. I don't think they probably paid much for that. And even if they did, they probably has a clause. They probably has a clause in there somewhere where if it's if it does something, they can say cancel it. But um, I think that with this outrage that's currently happening, with people being unable to accept stories that make them uncomfortable and make and make tales and and have content in it that they don't like, 
how that affects the, the I completely missed my my sentence there, but the more we see this outrage, the more I think it's it's going to happen eventually where suddenly we we get the stuff starting to disappear. Or it starts to be adjusted. A I lot think more. that that's I think that's the point in which the tide will shift. I I I full heartedly believe that there is a lot more people that are. Oh, the moment we see the true signs of that stuff, Crunchyroll's gonna lose a lot of subs, and I think oh, they yeah. know that. I think I, they know that, that, and that's why the way that a lot of people like this think, these people that like to push their political agendas onto fandoms. People see that everywhere, where it's not necessarily a tomorrow we wake up and suddenly um, you go to watch Mushoku Tensei season two, uh, episode six, and suddenly they're walking into a candy store instead, and they see Julie and she's standing in the aisle, and they just say, hey, Julie, want to come with us? We will, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk to your parents and make sure that it's okay first, but we have a cool candy shop over here we can hang out in, and every shot shows this fake julie mom in the background that she's always watching her kid (laughs) it's never like that like you wake up the next day and suddenly that's happening no it's always little it's little bits it's like one of those things where you're watching you're watching a video and it looks like it's a still shot but then when you hit fast forward to like a hundred times speed suddenly you start to see one pixel starts to move over it's a slight progress that they do they slip it in the they're not going to do it overnight and i think again i think it's that's it's been happening, and it's just we keep screaming, and they go, "Sorry, won't do it again," and they do it again. Yeah. You're like, "No, don't do that." And they well, go, "Sorry, they, we'll never do it again." Now, <laughs> they now, it again. now to wrap, they never apologize. I'm, I'm, it's a lie. <laughs> the ra- wrapping wrapping the thing with the gatekeepers back into this section. Um, this is this is one of the main reasons why that all mattered. All of this is ma- matters because it is the same issue. It is. How do you how do you stop this? And that's what I was saying back then was that one of these times they're going to get to a point where people are going to get serious about pushing back. And what they believe is they control this thing. They don't control this thing. That's the sad part. They believe they are the fandom. They are not the fandom. They are a um, we have a contract with them to get a product. We want that product. They provide that product. At what point do they lose control of this? And I believe it's only a matter of time before they tick off enough people that we all say, okay, you do that. I'm going over here. And that's the same thing because I've mentioned this before because it's like, I'm, I'm, this is an inevitability. I know eventually Crunchyroll is going to step so far. Disney is going to step so far. Netflix is going to step so far that eventually people are finally going to just give up. There is an element that what they've been able to do is create sort of a, a positive experience with customers to the point where we finally are okay with paying a sub to just go to one location. It's all there. You don't have to worry about spyware. You don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. what website you're even what what who in what place of the world you're supporting um you're getting it from one location it's easy to access and if you're getting it from anywhere else you're literally just getting the same thing because there's those groups are just ripping it from Crunchyroll. um but eventually it's like i know that's an eventuality they're going to finally step over the line and it's going to 
kill their service. It's just I don't want that to happen until somebody figures out how to make an auto auto subtitle translation generating device, <laughs> like something that just picks up all the audio and translate it all and then time subs it and everything before they do that, because I think that's going to change everything when that finally happens. I mean, YouTube is doing that right now. There's a lot of groups that are doing that right now that are doing a really good job. It's just mm -hmm. not quite there yet. And yes, a lot of that has to do with that interpretation that, unfortunately, Crunchyroll and other groups are doing improperly, that I don't think it's quite there yet. So I'm hoping that happens before everything collapses. But yeah, I, I, going back to my earlier point is I, I think my bigger issue that I'm having right now and the reason why I even started this podcast up the way I did is I'm just getting absolutely... I... Again, this is this is the extremes. Let me be perfectly clear. This is the extremes. Um, there is, like we mentioned earlier, this divide in conversation. You either have to be a completely against this, or you have to be, you have to be basically throwing mud in the people's faces, like with the whole situation with Bushoku Tensei, uh, with episode six. It was either there was yes, there was people like me and a lot of other people that are in this middle area, which were like, you know, yeah, I don't like, I don't like forced servitude either, but at the same time. This is a story. It should kind of exist. Then you had the extremes were basically, oh my gosh, anybody that watches this is pro for servitude. How dare this storyteller even tell this? And then you have the opposite end that's going, ha ha, screw y'all. I want to have my cute enslaved waifus. It's like this. You have to have the extremes, and it's like, no, let's just chill out, people. It almost feels like because there's so much outrage, there's people that are trolling it and trying to say. It should always exist, and it should be even worse than this. And it's this really terrible conversation that's happening right now, which, in my opinion, I don't... I wish that people wouldn't throw mud in those people's faces because I don't think it helps. But th at the same time, at its core, I just don't... I, I personally don't understand people's willingness to not want stories like this to exist. And I know that there's a large group of people that do enjoy the story of Mushoku Tensei. They just don't like whenever it does something that they don't like. But it's like you don't realize that it's always a... It's a it's a meter. Everybody has this boundary of how far they're willing to see this story get a little controversial before it's too much for them. And like I've told a lot of people here recently, it's like you should be okay with Sorry, that wait, stuff wait, existing wait, wait, in here wait, because wait. if it does exist in here... It only fortifies that you're against it. That's a good thing. If you're upset by it, that's a good thing. I, I realize something very important. If you like Grave of Firefly, Fireflies, that means that you're okay with um with um with shoot my argument atomic bombs. Been, if you if you watch Schindler's List, then I'll then, let you finish the sentence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that was the arg argument that Gigguk made, and I was completely agreeing with him. If you if you liked season one of Mashuko, then you like this, and he's like, just because people like Attack on Titan doesn't mean I say that they like mass genocide. I mean, and all the other things that are in Attack on Titan. Um, I, uh, that's kind of the conversation that's been like the last week has been like this whole thing of. Again, I don't like forced servitude. I it hate I hate that it exists. It. It still exists, and I it, it makes me sick to my stomach that it still exists. But why, why is that off limits for writing? That's the part I don't understand. And yes, you can. And there's there's people arguing that it's just how it was, what they went into with it, which is of course a lot of people believing that 
Rudius bought her, which unfortunately, yes, the anime wasn't completely clear there. Rudius does not even have the license to do that. It was Zenoba. Zenoba had the money. He did it. But yes, I do. Yeah, you could argue that he should have stopped him or something like that. But it's like, but still, in the end of the day, it should exist. A writer should be able to go that story. And yes, they should be able to write Schindler's List. They should be able to write everything else that has horrific things in it. Because otherwise, where do we draw the line? Yeah. I was telling a lot of people, it's like, it's because of Hollywood, obviously. But we've gotten to the point now where we can watch so many stories and shows and movies where it's literally about a person going into a room and mowing down 50 men. 50 husbands, 50 brothers, 50 sons. And we're just like, that was great. That looked amazing. He just blasted all of them. It's like, you, that's not disgusting to you? But this, where they go into a room where a girl is literally about to die. They won't, they won't feed her. They're not going to heal her. They won't even use detoxification on her. They said, if you buy her, we'll do it. We'll do it. She's going to die. And they, yes, purchase her. But then they basically make her a little sister. That is horrific. But mowing down tons of people, that's perfectly fine. Watching Finland Saga where they have this big, huge battle where this guy literally invades this farm and slaughters all their men in order to take his crops. That's okay. But this is no. This is no. <laughs> it, did, it doesn't make sense to me. And again, my, my point here isn't into getting to that, which it's fun to get into that because honestly, I don't mind what people think. It's this, the, 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 the two parts of it that I don't like is one, I hate the soapboxing. Can we stop the soapboxing? I don't need you to jump. Like, I just read ANN's uh, review of episode seven of Mashuko, and I, I already told people in my video, I'm not excusing what Rudius did. I was even uncomfortable with what he did in the, in the novels. Well, but at the same time, I don't need an AN writer to get onto an article and tell me what's right and wrong. I read that review. It wasn't a review. It was literally them saying, just so you know, this is all bad. And it's like, yes, mom, what else? Do I need to clean my room too? Get over it. I don't need, I need a review. I don't need it. To, and on top of that, don't add things to it. Like they claim that he used racial slurs against Lenny Percent, and I'm like, all I can guess they got from that was maybe because he said Mew Mew Mew. I guess that's, I guess that's, are we now just going to tack things on it because we know that nobody's going to argue against you because otherwise you're just a terrible person because if you're defending the show, you're a terrible person. Get off the soapboxing. But again, the other part of it besides the soapboxing is I'm tired of people essentially causing such an outcry that it's going to eventually lead to us not having stories like this. I'd rather people just stop watching it then to create this conversation that's making a lot of, yes, licensors and writers, Refugians getting a lot of heat for this stuff, claiming that they should stop doing this stuff. I'm so glad that Mashuko is done being wrote because I was so afraid last week that he was going to be like, oh, I guess I need to stop doing that stuff because it's really making the Westerns mad. He don't care. Refugians is trolling. I want to get into that stuff later on. Refugians trolling on this stuff, and I love it. Mm -hmm. um, he just doesn't give Fs, um, and that's because... He's been dealing with well, it for a long time. He was dealing with it in Japan before it even got here. Going with what you, what you were saying a second ago, one of the things that I love um, is the the fact that, in all actuality, one of the things that you had pointed out was that um, 
Rudius goes in here and he's kind of clueless on this and he's going and he purchases and he's he's not really kind of dealing with that. And I, I kind of talked about it with um, with um, Harriman and the Labyrinth is the same issue is they weren't they they even in their heads um, when when you read the light novel versions of these, they're not really kind of digging into that. They kind of talk about it, and usually it's in reference to this is not not something that I necessarily agree with, but it is a part of the world. And um, they don't feel like they are going to change the world. They just, they're, it's a part of the, th- the, the things that they're dealing with in that world. Um, the, the funny thing is, is, well, they should. No, they shouldn't. This is not a story about that. Neither of those stories were about the yeah. Force ser- Servitude. Skeleton uh, Knight in Another World, that was about kill everybody that has anybody in chains. Yeah. That's that story. Now, you can make the argument that it turns into that whole kind of fetishizing the idea of, I am the savior that will save all the women, but he's literally killing them all. Like, he's literally splitting them all in half. That's the most anti-force servitude show that you could watch. Yes, it sort of comically does it, but no, he's literally cutting people in half. That's that story. This is a grounded in reality. I am a... He's a teenager at the time. I'm a teenager in a world where every country either vocally or secretly accepts this is a part of their economy. He's not going to go around and stop it from happening. Yes, you can make the argument that he shouldn't partake in it, but... We can't even get, a, get rid of all of it in our in our world. Right, I mean, that's why I said earlier, <laughs> it's here. It's like all these people that are spending time on their smartphones made from China yelling about how this show, this fictitious story has it present, and it's like... It's in your backyard. It's on your borders. It's in other countries. Go out there and yell at them. Not a random anime. <laughs> again, but again, like, it goes back to that whole like overall issue that we have as a society. It's like everybody feels the necessity to be the one that says, I'm, I know better. I, I need to bestow this information to you, which is again, right back to where we talk about with what these, you know, directors and stuff that are getting involved with the doves and the translations, they all feel like they have this knowledge they need to bestow upon everybody. And I was I was surprised that we didn't see more of it in the translation itself for Crunchyroll. Just like, like I don't know, it's completely changed Reese's tra- uh, statements in there to like, I am a terrible, horrible person that's about to buy Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I am a disgusting human being and nobody watching this show should even watch this show. <laughs> and then Julie's, instead of Julie saying, I want to live, it's just literally, you're a disgusting human being. <laughs> Stop watching the show. Go watch something more wholesome. <laughs> Have you tried High Guardian Spice? <laughs> There's a character in that show that's literally I can't me. believe you went there. You totally went there. There's literally a dwarf girl, and he's like, I'm in that show, and I'm cuter there. <laughs> it's just like, when are we going to get to that point where they're just so blatant about it, and it's going to be absolutely... There is there is a side of me that almost... I, I've actually talked about this before on my live streams. There is a side of me that is sort of wanting it to happen. And I think you just talk, so it's over with. You've talked about it before too. This idea of just wanting it to just kind of cr- crumble, something to j- just break, because it it's it's we're 
it's inevitable. We like we said, the the breadcrumbs are already set. We're already seeing that slow tick towards it. So it's like, do we want to go through this long process of death until it finally gets too much and we walk away, or do we just want to break it now and get to resetting it now? Yeah, let's, that, let's that, rip that the bandaid be... off, let well, it bleed, let it scab over, and let's move on with our lives. Yeah, because I almost want that. Because like I have. For those that have not watched any of my videos, I have these shelves uh, that are up the lining of my 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 ceiling in here, and it's a bunch of books and stuff that I've been wanting to read for a while now. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pretty good for, hopefully at least a year or two, of stuff to just watch and have fun with while I'm waiting for everything to sort of refix itself. All the fan translators to finally get back into translating stuff again, because right now if you have a show that doesn't get a translation. It takes weeks. <laughs> it, we don't have a fan sub community anymore. Like I said, they just rip stuff from other platforms. They're, nobody's doing direct. When the summertime render happened, we didn't really have uh, Disney wasn't even translating it. We had to wait several days for somebody to go in. You had some people that were pulling the translations from the manga just because they were trying to get the, the translations out. They were pulling the quotes from the manga and trying to to fit it with the anime, which was actually worked pretty well. But there was a couple of extra scenes. Um but yeah, I just kind of want it just to kind of happen. Let it bleed. Let it scab. And then we hopefully maybe have another... Hopefully something like, you know, another company pops up. Maybe a new Sentai Filmworks pops out of nowhere. A new Crunchyroll pops out of nowhere. Maybe we'll just have piracy sites for a while. And then they become legit again, just like last time. But it, it, it's, it's almost a necessity to want it to kind of happen. Because I think we'll be fine for a while. It's just we're going to have to deal with not having those shows for a little bit. I completely where I forgot where I was going with this. I know I was saying something about I say this a lot in my live stream. And I, apparently, I've already forgotten about it. Like like I said, the 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 snowball has been building. It, it's just a matter of how far down the the hill before it hits a freaking wall and it all shatters. And and it like like you said, it is an inevitability. It, I wish it wasn't. I wish that Crunchyroll would randomly go. Let's go ahead and start listening to our customers. But my, that's not happening. My hope is that they're eventually going to stub their toe pretty bad. Like, it's it's one of those stubbings where something broke. I mean, it's not <laughs> supposed to go that direction. That kind of stub. Um, and it do, it's not moving back. Like, you, you're you like, I don't know if I should go to the doctor, or if I should just, should I just hit against a flat surface and see if it pops back into place? I don't know if that works like that. Uh, don't try that. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a <laughs> I'm not going to try it. <laughs> just have them stub that toe really harsh, and an outcry happens. And it sucks because it's probably going to have to happen to, like, a shonen. Like, in order for the outrage to be large enough, it'll probably have to happen to a shonen. And that outrage gets so big. Have it happen to One Piece. Holy crap. Have it happen to One Piece. I'm sorry, One Piece fans, but that that would that would break the internet. Um, something like One Piece has some sort of ordeal in it. They push something in there, and then suddenly the outcry happens. And then Sony Japan goes... What are you guys doing over there? That's my hope. Because there's still hope in the idea that, yes, technically Crunchyroll is owned by Sony Japan, but I don't know how much they're keeping them on a leash. They obviously bought them. They obviously spent a lot of money on them. So they obviously are keeping an eye on them, but to what extent? And it always goes back to what we talked about before. In most cases, with translation specifically, in most cases... They don't know what they're doing to their project because they don't know what the English is saying. Yes, a lot of Japanese know English, but not fluently. And like I said, it's all interpretation. And so if you interpret well, something the wrong way, they might not even know that it's happening. Like, the, I think that something happened with the... With I Studio Kara. 
Did um, Studio Cara yes, have that same got, problem? Well, I don't know if that was. It was just like a poorly done job. I don't know if it was like there wasn't like it wasn't like they inserted something in there. They just did a poor translation or something like that. Um, and people were pretty mad about that. But yeah, I mean, I I, I want to say that some people were trying to get the uh, prison school writer aware of what they were doing with that. Um, I think even some people were were mentioning that they were trying to put uh men- they were trying to get um. Made Dragon's author to know what happened with that. But again, at the same time, I don't think they want to get involved. Like even, an, especially a mangaka or something like that. It's like, it's not theirs. If, if Made Dragon has some tor- terrible, uh, editing that they're doing w- with their translation over here, they don't, they don't have any control over that. They, their publisher has control over the property. They're going through a production committee to a studio and then there's licensing that over out over not the studio, but the producers are licensing that over to here. And there's they're editing and streaming over here. There's a lot of middleman between there. Yeah. <laughs> cool Kyokun doesn't have any idea what's going on with it, nor any control. Um, but I mean that that is a good way in order to get more public attention for sure. If they suddenly went response and saying, Wow, why'd you do that to my story? I that's not cool. It it goes that whole effect where I don't know what's gonna be the breaking point. But I do, I do still have hope that Sony at least has some sort of reins on them. And again, I don't. I think because of the language barrier, I don't think they know exactly how much they're messing with it. And nor do I, nor do I know they care because again, what happened with PlayStation? PlayStation, they don't care. But again, it's because they put that over there. And again, it all, it all comes back to I'm hoping that it doesn't change too much because. Japan is still their primary market. At the end of the day, Japan is still the primary market because it's such a great way of selling manga that costs them pennies to make that they sell for 10 bucks or whatever. Um, and they make massive profits on. Um, but anyways. But yeah, I I, I had way too much fun over the last week with the whole situation with Mashoko, obviously. Um, I don't know if you watched my videos or not, but that turned into quite an ordeal. I had a lot of fears last week that the whole incident with people not liking what he wrote in his story was going to affect him because he finally responded to a lot of people. I would probably argue it's, it was probably <laughs> certain news group um, were very upset about his inclusion of that. And he finally came out and said something to the effect. I, let, me, let me bring it up. I don't I don't want to misquote because there's been a lot of misquoting lately. Um, he said, I like to defend myself because I don't condone for servitude myself, but it's true that I wrote Rudius as someone who is not averse to for servitude. And the original story is also written mild setting, um, in such a way that it can be accepted as quote unquote, this is normal in this world. It can't be helped. And so of course that blew up. How dare you? You wrote a character who doesn't seem to care um my argument there is really that i made a whole video on this but i my whole argument that that was there for in a nutshell is reese is a type of person that just keeps his head down and we yeah. talked about that a minute ago and this idea that this isn't a hero reese is not a hero i i seen some comments where people were like why doesn't he just blow up the whole place I'm like, okay, for one, how are you not going to blow up all the poor kids that are in there <laughs> and the people that are that are locked up in there? But two, then what? I mean, is he suddenly going to find them all homes? I mean, 
they're gonna freeze to death out there. This is the Northern Territories, and then it like turns this whole thing of like, and then he's gonna be is he gonna down. go to war with the yeah, entire he's country? Like, he's literally gonna go is to he gonna war change with the entire world? Yeah, I mean one guy. That one I mean, dude, hey, took them all. On. I mean, look, look, he went against the uh, the dragon yeah, god, and go. that worked out real well it for him, didn't it? Yeah, donuts and everything. But yeah, <laughs> still trying to find that donut hole. Um, <laughs> but no, that was like that funny thing because it's like I seen some comments that were like, "You, this is a guy that parred the the clouds, of the sky." You tell me he can't take down a couple people. I'm like, Rudius is he self-admitted a glass cannon it takes one i i would probably argue it not even a maybe a saint a sword saint of some type he's dead yep. like if this is a dude that's not overpowered he's he, yes he he's done some crazy things but he's not op this isn't a power fantasy story and that's what I like about it. I like well, the realism of the existence of the poor servitude. I love the realism of the existence of how nasty he is. It all adds up to a very flawed world that makes it more interesting and intriguing. Yeah. I don't want a perfect world where the hero comes there and nobody harms each other and everything is done through talking. Well, <laughs> every that, let, let's do that. Let's make it a set guy where a person gets transported to another world and he doesn't fight ever. He's overpowered, but he never fights because he solves everything through words and he's diplomatic and everybody's happy and there's no terrible things that happen in the world. It is a world of sugar plums and there's nobody being harmed. There's nobody for him to even save. There's no conflict yeah, he because just, he just, everything's okay. Just Isekai into a world and he sits there on a couch and everything is just handed to and him. And everybody's equal in that world. There's uh -huh. no, there's no exactly. kings. Everybody's equal. <laughs> Man, this is the nobody greatest farms show because ever. you can't have one person farming and one person doing you know accounting. No, because everybody has to do. But everybody but spends here... one minute doing different tasks equally. <laughs> <laughs> you farm for a minute, you do accounting for a minute, and they just pass it off to each other. Anyway, sorry. Let's get. I, I was getting... just I was just thinking that it, they 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 just isekai into another world, and the the gods are there, and they're just handing them all this stuff. But then I, then I realized that. Then that would technically be for servitude for the that gods, would be right? pro that'd be pro religion too. Yeah, that'd be pro. They cannot be existence of gods. Uh -huh. exactly. <laughs> I don't know how they got reincarnated, oh, but there's no existence shit. of gods. <laughs> Chris, you can't offend anybody. But that's the, that's the point, though. I mean, jokes aside, this is literally the layout of the point here. Where is the line? I said that with the whole situation with Pixiv. Great trans uh, transition here. We had that whole situation last year with Pixiv. And then we were talking about at that time. I don't know if we talked about it on podcast. I know I for sure I made it. A video I know. On I, it. I know we talked. We about it. there is this element of the banks not liking them doing transactions. Picks have said themselves they don't like the existence of certain younger looking looking characters. Again, looking caricatures. These are cartoon drawings, but they they're dictating what looks too young in a character. And so they're not going to do transactions with anyone. So Pixiv had to get rid of it because the banks hold the control. And they told them, we don't want to do your transactions anymore. So they stopped it. And the thing that I was saying about with that, and I'm seeing it right here as well, who draws the line? I said that with the Vice um, video they did. Who draws the line? Who says, yeah, that character looks too young. You're going to jail. That's where the problem lies. How... What in these stories is too much? 
Is it having death? Is it having forced servitude? Is it having abuse? Is it having assault? Do we want to sanitize the whole stories? Because you find this story and how it portrayed it too offensive. Who is going to say, with Shoko Tensei, they, did, they went too far. Delete it. There's literally people out there that literally are saying, cancel this show. Not joking. That's, I don't want to be in that world. I'm sorry, people. I don't want to be in that world where Twitter decides, outrage decides, that is too much. Because you're going to find somebody that's offended with everything in the world. I don't want to be in that line. And that, and that, and that, I, I, all I was going to do is kind of, uh, uh, take a side route on, on exactly what you're saying. The, who, who draws the lines? It, the, it, the same thing could be said about, okay, you, you can start with, with something in, in Mashoko Tensei. You can go with, um, Space Dandy. Space Dandy's a, a he, he's an absolute, um, playboy. Okay, he's too offensive. Ooh, uh, so yeah, let's go true. ahead. And, let's that's go ahead and get. True. We got to get rid of uh, Mashoko Tensei, and we got to get rid of uh, uh, Space Cowboy Dandy. Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, he, he, he was violent. He was a violent. Okay, too. so we'll go ahead and get rid he of him. Hitting, he was hitting um, on a guy's girl who was yeah. pregnant, and so so wow. we got to we got to toss that. Um, get rid of that one. Let let panty and stocking. Panty and stocking. That was show going. Some get that out of here. There was some Gurren Lagann. There's a very young Quite. character in that mm-hmm. show that's very, very. Basically, my angled. point being, every show has something that will offend somebody. somebody. It doesn't matter if it offends; it's offensive to you or not. I don't even care if you go and watch Teletubbies. I'm sure there's something that offends. Well, it offends me, but it offends that, somebody. That sun <laughs> is so creepy. The sun. Gives me nightmares. I am offended <laughs> deeply. And it takes me a long time to get over it. There's a recovery period every time I watch Teletubbies, which I don't watch anymore. I just watched it when I was babysitting. <laughs> it's a good way to distract the little ones, all right? It was a, it was a stupid <laughs> joke, okay? Um, my, my point being is you there is, like Andrew was saying, who draws the line? My point is is that once you start down this road of... You pick one, you don't pick this one. Somebody at some point will go back and pick that one. Every show does something that is kind of pushing an it a, 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 a line. They're all pushing the line. They that that's what makes creativity so uh, so interesting because you want to see. I don't watch isekais because I I like this the. I do like isekais, but I don't watch isekais. I don't watch isekais because I don't like isekais. I like isekais. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watch isekais because each one is doing something different. Now, some of those different things might be something that bothers somebody. That's the point, is you push a different different boundary. You try to see, what, what can I do to change this? What can I do to change this? What is this different? When I'm trying to tell the story, I just have to have that in there because it's going to do something. I might, may or may not, try to say something about that. That's not the point. The point is, is there's a story to be told. This person came up with a story, and that story doesn't matter. It's to 
give entertain you. It's to make you think about stuff. It, if you want to think about this story involving Ju- Julie, then think about it. That's the point. If it puts you, if it unsettles you, that's the point. That's it's the point. not necessarily the point of the movie or the show. It's not necessarily the point of the story. The story is about Rudius. Rudius, who is a person who has come from a very bad situation, and he's trying to slowly change himself. He doesn't want to be a hero. He doesn't. Yeah. Even think, he doesn't even think he's the hero. He of the doesn't story. exactly. He doesn't consider himself a. He's a hero. constantly thinking, if I stick my head out, I will die. Mm-hmm. Especially ever since he runs into Orsted, like that. The, the dude. Every time he thinks about ever sticking his head out, he's like, "But then that got me killed." He always thinks about that too. He literally goes, "And that got me killed last time." It literally. It got it, uh, you do it. He always he typically says, "Do it to the wrong person, and you'll find out." He's always talking about worst it. Obviously, <laughs> that's not a good experience. Apparently, nearly dying is sort of traumatizing. It's mm-hmm. weird. It kind of just happens that way. But no, I, I I do agree. I I think there was a point you made earlier, and I completely forgot now. It was a really good point too. That's what sucks. It was. It was probably <laughs> the greatest uh, point of greatest all time. Point ever. It would change. The, it. it would change the world. I'm tired and, and... today. <laughs> Mashuka Monday. I posted a video about refugian trolling people, and then I made uh, my next Mashuka Monday recording. Um, but no, that that's I think where it comes down to. I think at its core, and that's the sad thing overall with a lot of these people. I think if if people took anything from this whole conversation um, that I want to give people the most, it's this idea of choose your witch hunts wisely. Because like we've kind of been beating to death, everybody's going to find something offensive. But when you find something offensive, I guess the best way I can put it is, is it worth it going after it? Like what what do you prove by going after it? Just walk away from it. And I do understand there's a lot of people... And this is a great point, and I finally think I, I remember, Chris. <laughs> it's a sign of a great show that people still want to watch Mushoko. Yeah. And I and I think people forget that. I I think people will admit that because people ask, "Why do you keep watching this show? Just stop watching it if you hate it so much." And they and a lot of people will reply, "Because it's a good story. I just don't like this in it." And it's like, have you ever stopped to realize the reason why you like it is because it does that? Yeah. Because it makes you think. Because it makes you offended, it wouldn't make you offended if you weren't connecting to it as a story. The reason why Mashuko has so much offensive stuff in it is because it's a real world that he's created that's fictitious. He's managed to make you believe that there is a character in a cage. If it was a dumb story, if he was a poor writer, you would laugh because it wouldn't even make sense. But no, you're offended because you believe that world is realized and that's a great thing well and it's great that you have a world that is so flawed because guess what the world is flawed because there's nasty people in the world and so when you read mashuko or you watch mashuko you go that's just like our world and that then and that that was something that i kind of wanted to compound on i i absolutely love the fact that 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 world has i i i've i've gone into just these big old long conversations with Andrew about how much the world is just so interconnected and everything is woven into each other and almost every character is flawed vile horrible or 
good and and respectable and they even the people that you think are the most kind of really cool and and special characters are flawed and they have their own little except for roxy every character (laughs) (laughs) and they have their own little quirks and you're gonna go oh okay well even that character has issues and that's what makes it such a believable world is not everybody is just on this pedestal and perfect. Except for Rudy is for everybody for some reason <laughs> until hopefully he gets off of that pedestal. But no, my, my bigger argument there that I was going to get into is what's so great about this? And this is literally kind of the distillation of where my mindset goes with a lot of this stuff. My belief has always been allow creators to create what they want to create no matter what it does no matter if it's extremely offensive to you or you just support it to death maybe it clicks with you in so many ways maybe they literally drew you allow it to happen either way and then when it goes to publish let the people decide what they want because if it was that mushoko tensei for example if it was that Mashuko Tensei was strictly just pro forced servitude and a horrible story, guess what? Nobody's going to watch it. Nobody's going to read it. And Refugio would never sell a copy. But he's selling the copies because he's telling such a believable, and yes, heartbreaking and hard to stomach, believable world. If it was something else, just throwing a random example out here, if it was um, Labyrinth of Another World, and it's like, this is so cheesy disgusting and then nobody watches it and then nobody reads it and then guess what that light novel right that light novel dies it shuts down nobody's gonna read it let the people decide what they go to because no matter what people are gonna create those stories no matter what even if you cancel Mushoko Tensei there will be another one there's literally thousands of of isekais out right now that has some sort of um, harem character at least that was once in a cage and they freed him and they became waifu material um, there, there's there's plenty of them choose your battles why is this the hill that you all want to die on and stand on as a, a pedestal because, and look like they're so great because it's popular that, yes true <laughs> yes true but it, because, I mean, that, that, because literally like I said I was convinced that if if enough people watched Harem Labyrinth, it would have ca- caused a much, lot more fuss. We didn't get a lot of fuss. So obviously, it had something to do with what was popular. And I think a lot of the popularity was killed for that one because Crunchyroll bought the censor version. And so nobody was really watching it. Yeah. <laughs> nobody wanted to watch. And it's funny because, like, why did nobody watch Harem from Labyrinth, Another World, and Crunchyroll? Because it was censored. And... <laughs> It would have been more popular if people got to see more TNA. So it's obvious <laughs> what people want. It's obviously what the actual majority wants. It's the silent minority that, or the the loud minority that's the one that are that are throwing stuff. Um, yeah, it, that that is that is that is absolutely true. And it, and it, again, I I don't I don't I want to make it perfectly clear. I don't mind that people have limits. Everybody has limits. Everybody has categories and discussions they cannot stand i mean yes a person forcing themselves on a person of the opposite sex or or the same sex somebody forcing themselves on another person 
there's people out there that is something they cannot watch. My heart goes out to them, and I fully understand. There's people that have been on the edge of the cliff, and so something like Oshinoko is a no-no. Fully understand it. But don't, it doesn't mean it can't exist. Just because it's uncomfortable, just because, even if Rudius went in that market and yelled, I love this place. <laughs> and he smells it in, which I could totally see him doing. Smells in all the smells of the sweat and then goes and buys everybody in there, drops some hundos on the table and says, throw them in the wagon. We're going to the farm. If they did that, I probably would hate that episode <laughs> severely, but I would want it to exist. Because you know why? Because I know it's wrong. And I don't want it to exist in the real world. And it only, like I said earlier, why doesn't why don't people see that and go, but doesn't that just justify your mindset? Doesn't it just make you think, wow, yeah, I don't like this. One point that I made for a lot of people was, I, I know we're getting way too stuck in the Mashuko when this is actually a broader conversation here, but this is just a really good prime example that's happening right now. And it's very topical. Um, I'll probably make a thumbnail about Mashuko. That way it gets clicks. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm farming those Mashuko Tensei clicks right now because... I love talking about this show, and people love watching it, so I'm going to keep making it. Um, I'm not going to put out something unless I have something really good to talk about, though. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> that he was putting hundos on... I, I, as, I don't know what a hundo is, but he put hundos on, on the thing. You never jumped, heard of a hundo? And he jumped in a wagon and went to the farm, and then you got stuck on... I'm going to talk about this or something. I don't know. I love when stories... I don't love it. Like, ooh, yes, it's, it's talking about it. I just appreciate when stories have things like this in it. Because I'm the first person that never wants to forget. I think things like this are a great reminder to people that aren't looking at the bigger picture and don't realize that this is something that affects the world itself. Forced servitude is still alive and well in this world. And it's a good reminder to give you that you don't like it. It's good to have something remind you this is wrong. Make your arguments whether it's trying to glorify it or not by having this cute little lolly with them now. I don't care. But you at least acknowledge that it's not good. And I've always felt that Mashuko specifically does a good job. Even if it didn't, I still think it's exist. it should exist. But it's done a good job over its, at this point, it's where we at um, 29 episodes of not making it a good thing. The only point I think it's ever made it a positive thing in this world is yes, I guess technically having cute beast folk maids inside of Saros's mansion is is trying to to positive it. But for the most part, it's it's Rajurge slaughtering a bunch of people that were moving um cute little beast folk girls around. It was the fact that he saved 50 people that were in ships that were being overlooked by the Zantport. And a, a war nearly broke out between two groups. The fact that Ghislaine apparently has been <laughs> has been tricked into becoming a forced servitude person twice. This isn't a positive thing in this world. Um, why this one? Why is this the one that's your, ba your bad guy? All right. Let me let me try and, and, and hit this from a different angle. And yes, um, Paul's perspective is heartbreaking as hell. Him and his fight to basically kidnap those that were not being sold back to him so that he can free them is super heartbreaking. Let, let's, let's try this from a different angle. Um, 
I'm going to try to be a devil's advocate on this this one because technically this is not my... I, I do try to look at things from both angles or from both sides of the argument. And technically we are going from our our perspective on this and I I do try to have a, a more rounded argument of understanding what it is that I am technically arguing against. So I'm going to throw this out there. Um, Mein Kampf. Should it exist? Mm-hmm. Why? I think it should be it restricted. Is, huh? <laughs> I think it should be age-restricted. Age-restricted, yeah, probably. The, my, the, this is how, how um, in, in a way that that's kind of... Because you could never... My reasons for is you could never understand how it happened unless you know how it happened. Right. And you should always my, have a reminder of where we once were. My 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 reason for bringing that up is more along the lines of know thy enemy. <laughs> yes, it's 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 one of the things that you um, the reason why Mein Kampf in theory shouldn't exist, why it shouldn't be there is because if you if you if you read it and you have any predilections towards that kind of um uh, way of thinking, then Mein Kampf might um, might build you up, and you might feel like this this actually makes sense, and so you'll go and you'll become a. Yeah, I don't know if I should even say that word, but you might become bad one of those of guys. World War Two, you say the bad guy, guys you might be, become one of those bad guys. <laughs> um, and we don't want you to become a bad guy, so we're going to take I'm surprised this off. All the professors that have studied that book are not suddenly <laughs> jumping around <laughs> going after the Fourth Reich or something. <laughs> Uh, th- and that's the argument that is made on the other side. So, the I, is there any moral value to to that? Is is my question? Is is there any? If you if you think about it, if you ha- if there's somebody who can be influenced by some kind of an idea like that, uh, let's say for whatever reason, watching um, Gone with the Wind. God knows, Gone with the Wind is probably really bad. Um, Apparently now the, the, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves <laughs> is bad. Oh, okay, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is bad. So, I'm sorry, God knows. the seven guys, the seven <laughs> randoms. Um, God knows, we, 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 those, those shows are, are really evil, and, and they, they are going to influence us into believing that um, people of short stature are really are, sleepy. Are, are really sleepy. <laughs> really and... sleepy or really dopey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my point is, is that if you're going to uh, consume any of this media, it's, it's interesting to go in it with an open mind, but... I mean, you... you yes, I... Like I said, I like I like being in the middle too because I don't think you can understand both sides unless you're in the middle. Um, and I do agree there is a valid argument to be made about because something exists that technically does paint something in a positive light. You can honestly see Rudius getting Julie as it being painted in a positive light because yes, she's starving and he saves her and they feed her and she's so cute. Um. But at the same time, it is like one of those things where this is a massive rabbit hole. And again, I I think my trouble that I have with sort of, um, I guess, agreeing with that type of argument is because it goes to a standpoint, my mind always immediately goes to the broader picture. Okay, so let's say 
that having forced servitude in a story will, yes, I guess somebody that might not be right in the head will suddenly think, oh, so that's a good thing. It, it did a good thing. We should have that back. Yeah, but that's like everything. Again, my mind immediately looks at things in a broader picture. So again, like I said earlier, those Hollywood movies where a guy goes in a room and mows down 50 guys. Yeah, wrong person watches that. They're going to think that was fun. I want to do that. That's everything in this world. That, But that's not every person. Most persons of sound mind are going to see that and go, that's a Hollywood movie. Most people of sound mind will watch Mushoko and say, that's a drawing. Nobody's looking at that and saying, that's reality. Yes, watching it, you can have an emotional connection to the story. But when you look away for just a brief second, you go, that's right. That's an animation. That's a bunch of stills that went in sequence. It's not reality. There is, yes, a lot of people that, that, that take that a little bit too far, and that is a broader argument about mental stability and the, the mental problems that we have in the world right now with certain people and them getting the help they need. And that's why we have a lot of the issues that we have in our society is mostly a lot of people that just aren't right in the head, and they have either the lack of access to people that will help them or nobody knows until it's too late. Well, and But that's something we've always been dealing with in society. I still stand by, I, I think that a lot of shows, or a lot of stories, I one of the main reasons why I love stories so much is that it, other than the get, getting my mind off of real life for a little while, occasionally there's something in there that makes me think. And I mm -hmm. love thinking. That's kind of the fun of it, is um, watching Ghost in the Shell or Armitage the Third and thinking about what would I do if androids could be pregnant? Oh my gosh, spoiler, Chris. I know, right? Um, <laughs> that is a, if you, could you take away, Bicentennial Man is an interesting show. What if uh, androids were to g gain uh, humanity and become, um, uh, have the rights of citizens? Where, where what would uh, you do? Should androids have citizenship? Should they be able to do those things? It's they're all interesting things. There's moral uh, moral dilemmas that can be caused in your own mind by a story. That's one of the cool things about stories. Why does Schindler's List such a valuable story for all of us? Because it has moral dilemmas in there. There is moral dilemmas that will make you think. Um, what is, uh, there's a lot of movies that I, I, I could list off. Um, uh, it's like that whole aspect of where the heroes kind of question. Yeah. But I mean, that, that, that's literally what I love so much about Mashuka Mondays that I'm currently doing going through the novel series is I, there, and it's the credit to the writer. He is so unapologetically unfiltered that yes, every episode that I do a recording, it's literally going Rudius right here. Oof, dude, I don't like this. I love having that moment where I'm going, I don't like the main character right now. Why can't we have that? It's a great thing that it makes you think, it makes you question. And again, it makes you come to your own conclusions. And for the most part, yes, you're probably going to stick with your own moral standing. 
But it, that's a good thing. I think that's a great thing. And that's something that I'm going to enjoy doing with everything else that I really get into. I mean, even... Rudy's is not even the... <laughs> Reese is not even the dirtiest story I've actually read. Uh, Inside Mario is nasty. <laughs> Inside yeah. Mario is super nasty. Super intriguing. That, that, and that's, I love and it. That, that's why I love a lot of his stories. Yeah. His stories are Flowers just... Flowers of Evil is just yeah. nasty. He is just a... He just digs into that into part that of himself. Yeah, it's, it's, that, it's that area where you're like... It, Inside Mario is not for everybody. But it's, it's so... Brutally real nasty that it's like I can see somebody having this mindset if it if it pulls. So, there's something to be said about a story that because it's so brutally honest with its inner dialogue. I mean, there I, I doubt there's many people out there, especially males. You're walking down the street and a really, really nice looking girl walks by and you don't think something inappropriate. And there's so many stories where they won't even talk about it. The character, uh, he walked by a, a nice looking lady and they kept walking. Rudius is going to think some nasty thoughts. And because he does that, I go, that's so wrong. But I, yeah, I, I, I see him doing that. That's Rudy. Um, again, not to apologize for inappropriate thoughts, but it, it's it's that that's enough. That's enough. That no, tells me no, reality. no, Andrew, you you missed the point. You're supposed to be pure as 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 I mean, that's just like freshly that's fallen like the opening snow. segments of, of Spice and Wolf. It's like I watched the anime and I'm like, OK, so they come into agreement. They're going to travel together. And the novel, he's literally going like my partner's my horse. Now I have another partner. It's like, <laughs> it's like, wait, he was thinking about that. That makes him a little more relatable. I mean, this is again, this is a traveler that's alone for so many days, just traveling alone down a street. He doesn't see people much unless he's in a town. It makes sense. So I I follow the logic here. Again, it's like, and then that goes back to my point I made earlier. Where is the line? What do you need? I'm, I just thought of something stupid. Poking? Just, no, I wanted your what? phone. Why? But I might have I might have inappropriate nudies in there. I know, right? Don't don't click on don't click on the big X right there. That's not okay, Prawn. Okay, That's okay, Twitter. Okay. Gotcha. This is the Twitter new logo. I, I don't have Prawn on here. <laughs> I have to agree with people the new Twitter logo. Just like I'm like, where? Oh, that's right. <laughs> there was a brief moment of wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> did I did I bookmark that site? Damn it. <laughs> oh wait, it's Twitter. <laughs> I just wanted to browse that site. I didn't want to make a bookmark. I don't know. The uh, Comicsology one looks worse. What is the Comicsology one? It's a big OX. <laughs> oh, it is. That's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, but no, it's like uh, that aside. Like I said, it's kind of the same situation. And I, like I said before, the the Vice thing is a really good example of that because I I got a huge kick out of that whole situation because when the Vice when Vice made that video that they were basically talking about how Japan's society is allowing art manga of young characters in inappropriate situations and there was no laws against it and they opened it up with a fallacy and i always tell people a lot whenever i w read a news article or i watch a video that's supposed to be telling me about something the moment i see a lie i turn it off and so yeah truth be told when i first watched that video i was like okay you told me a lie already i'm turning it off that lie was them saying that in america if you were caught with one of these manga, you would spend years in jail. 
No, that's not true. There's no laws in America. America itself, there is specific laws in place that allow would not you you're not gonna get in trouble it's i i forget that i had it written down somewhere and i don't have it up on my my screen right now but it's basically say it has to fall under two areas and it's basically this idea that it's indistinguishable from the the real thing that's the key thing there it's not indistinguishable because and it, it has protections for drawings and statues and stuff otherwise you would have every museum chopping down all these Portraits of Cupid characters and stuff like that with their thing hanging out. <laughs> that would be not allowed in those theaters. I even joked to a lot of people about the fact that because that Vice documentary, which has photos of what they're looking at, and it's still on YouTube, and they haven't had legal force taken upon them, of course, granted, because they're shut down now, bankrupt, uh, because that video still exists on American servers is proof enough that it's not breaking law. They're showing it. Um, but yeah, her going there and being like super offended by this thing and then claiming a falsity was like, okay, I immediately shut down. But that overall with that, this is a problem that we as anime fans have always been facing. Let's be proof. Let's be brutally honest here. We have been, if you've been an anime fan for any time and you're not just a surface level anime fan where all you care about is the shonens and which good on you. If, if all you care about is the shonen, that's perfectly fine. But for a lot of us longtime fans, a lot of us deeper-rooted fans, we like the variety. We like all this stuff. We like the stuff that does stupid stuff. We even like the ones that are brutally offensive. Because it's so different, it just it pushes the boundaries. And so we're used to people calling what we enjoy inappropriate things, or calling us inappropriate for liking them. Like Onimai. Oh my gosh. Um, you're just not allowed to like that show, otherwise you apparently like young ones. It, there's a certain things that we ever we've grown used to and when i see something like with the vice them going over there and starting to kind of throw shade at basically japanese society for allowing the presence of this there it it kind of annoys you because they're already starting from a false basis and they're going there and saying you guys put restrictions on your people it's literally the most disrespectful thing possible to have this lady show up in Japan and say, censor yourself. How dare you? And they have the literally the first person she talks to says, well, we don't make laws because one person's offended. Because she's literally going, I'm looking at all these girls on the walls and they're in bathing suits. She looks at Kana and Kana's in a, in a bathing suit. It's a girl and she's in a bathing suit and i'm like please lady never go to a beach if that's <laughs> if that turns you on please don't go to a beach that's not well a turn that on, was, lady that was my that was my argument a long time ago it uh is is that i think that a lot of this is some kind of weird projection thing. yes because well, that was we're a all... lot of people including myself argument made if you looked at vice news before they shut down oh, actually their, their website's still up um if you look if you can find it right now you can google search uh, keywords that we're talking about here, like, you know, P-E-D-O name and Vice News. You will find articles where they literally are talking to people that are trying to defend them. They have an article that's saying that the only bad thing about cuties is because it was marketed wrong. There's so many articles that they have that's literally protecting real predators. But yet she's over here being offended by drawings? That's sad. 
Uh, it is it is it is is literally one of those kind of rules for thee and not for me kind of aspects. And then she goes to one of the representatives and says, "Look at this horrible manga I found. How does that make you feel? What's in there? Tell me what you see in it. Why don't you ban this?" And he's like, "Because the people don't want it. We don't take away their rights for their freedom of speech and their freedom of creativity because you don't like this drawing." He says, "We let the people decide. We don't." We don't need jerk make laws to take people's rights away. It's like I said, rights are very bloody to gain. It takes a long time and a lot of blood to make. And you can't just willy-nilly take them away. That's the problem that comes from that stuff. Um, I went on a side tangent, I'm sorry. No, you're... You, but it's the bigger picture here. It is it the is. bigger picture here. It is some Westerner going to Japan and saying... You're not allowed to draw that because it offends me. Same with everything else, and it's eventually going to get into Crunchyroll and stuff. I don't like Mashuko because it offends me. I don't like Attack on Titan because it offends me. I don't like all this death. I don't like Panty and Stocking because it's super, super offensive. I don't like all these anime that were made in the past where they have the, the big, burly... Black guy that is not very well portrayed, in a sense. Um, I mean, so many anime where you have the flamboyant character that people would find offensive. It all comes down to that aspect that people will decide. I think that's the key thing. People will decide. If there's not a story there, or substance there, and all it is is just there to be offensive, or just there to be inappropriate, a lot of people are just going to walk away. It's not going to sell. People will decide. I don't like the idea of these, I guess, witch hunts that are wanting to decide. And I'm glad with situations like Refugion, it does seem like there's a lot of creators that just don't care. Um, I don't remember. I want to say there was a situation here recently where Faraway Paladin, um, he got quite a bit of heat. And he got kind of grouped in with Bushoko, and that kind of bothered him quite a bit. But I do at least appreciate that I think a lot of writers in Japan, when they're seeing this kind of nasty nature that's coming out of the West, they're at least for now laughing at it. Like, they just don't care. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. Again, I don't think it's going to be the ultimate choice because, again, a lot of that choice is good. The choice for if this stuff eventually gets censorship is going to be in the producers and the licensors. When the licensors have enough control to push the, the, the producers... Again, I don't think that's there yet. For now, it's it's cases like Refugian where he's literally like, I I didn't apologize. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> and then he's laughing with the director of Isekai Quartet going, the Isekai Quartet director was like, wait, I was looking at all these replies saying don't apologize, and I was wondering, what did you apologize for? And he's like, yeah, there's some kind of problem that we ran into, and we're trying to look for the solution for it. <laughs> Please, we, we hope you'll be patient <laughs> in your understanding. Um... And even with this week, when the the Linium Percent episode came up, Refugion was like, "Yeah, I just let you guys know this this week's gonna cause a firestorm too. I hope you guys will take care of me." <laughs> <laughs> He's just calling out to his peeps like, "Hey, yeah, uh, if you don't mind, could you could you shield me a little bit because they're gonna be braiding me again." Um, I like I like having the creators pretty much be like, "I don't care, I don't care." It's it, in the West we get, and this is yeah, this is technically a. This is a self-own, in a sense. In the West, we have too much of a problem with... We see a couple posts on Twitter, and we immediately think, 
things are happening. Things are going downhill. It's very easy to get swept up in the negative nature of people and think that it's the majority. Even as the whole situation happened with the last episode, um, episode six, of a Shoko Tensei, and I was looking at the forums of Anne and it was just full of people that were woo, super extreme at thinking this is the worst thing that mankind has ever produced. My gosh, like I said, the, the joke about earlier, put Refugion on a cross, kill that guy. Um, it's still like 10 posters, 10 yeah. people. Who cares? Well, th- this is this is kind of one of those goofy things. I I you I'm hear glad that most people now are starting to get that Twitter is not the end all be all. We got to oh. stop caring oh. what a group of people on Twitter think. I absolutely agree. I I think social media is it, I I I have never liked social media. I've tried to do social media several times. I do try to do. It's not called Twitter right now. It's called X. X. Okay. I've tried to do X a few times. That sounds like um, you're doing a drug. <laughs> right? It I does. did some X. Have, you, have you tried X? <laughs> yeah, I was there the other day. Signed up for that X. And then guess what I did? I liked X. An X. I liked an X. Sorry. It's, it's weird. Like, what do you call it? I went... I, that's what the... It's, it's posts. I think we're just going with posts. They posted on X. Anyway, I tried I tried to do it quite a few times. I still have an account up there somewhere. Um, I think people try to mess message me here and there. Um, I let's forget about Facebook. I dumped Facebook Ugh. forever ago. Um, I still have a Facebook account. Um, I have not touched it. And in... they tried to make a Twitter too. I was like, <laughs> nah. I, I, I... The reason why I originally oh, threads. Dumped, yeah, the reason why I originally dumped Facebook was because nothing was in order. I hate it. Drove I me hate nuts. its layout. I despise like, its layout. I don't want a Twitter version of how they lay out this stuff where uh, I see a five day old post before I see a post made two minutes ago. I want it in order of it being posted. I, I, I've never cared for social media. It is. It's there. I, I acknowledge it. I understand that a lot of people like it. I don't. Um, but there's this weird thing that, uh, started coming out is, is the idea of the echo chamber. And I think that that is probably, it, it, it's apt and it's missing a lot of tidbits because the echo chamber kind of implies the idea of, um, (laughs) (laughs) you haven't seen my new thing yet. It's called the Julie shoulder. I'm totally making this a thing. It's the Julie shoulder. Anyway, I um, love Twitter right now because I'm making <laughs> memes and it involves me putting Julie on everything. Look, <laughs> they received a grim reminder that Julie is kawaii. Uh, yeah, the thigh one's the greatest. Though. Yeah, like the thigh one. one is what was breaking. You me. tell your thighs on Julie's um, peeking out anyway. the side of it. So it's all about the memes, Chris. It's so much up. more enjoyable when you just focus on making Let memes. Let me talk. Look, there's your there's your favorite one. That somebody's one gonna OP. be mad. I put uh, that one is way op. Let, so, that's gotta go on my. Somebody's gonna get angry if I'm getting on there. Twitter right now. Uh, Kimpachi with her on the shoulder. I, like I said, it's probably gonna, be gonna. It's I still have the Twitter bird, so obviously I'm gonna be told. You're I gonna can't, be told to update. I can't. I can't log you in. Cannot exist there. <laughs> But no, I agree with you. I think there is an element that I hate 
Well, I didn't get to finish my sins. But I also think there's also an element of, I just hate the like button. Well, get rid of the like button. Okay, 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 okay. I uh, well we've our talks about uh, social media has been quite quite extensive, um, but the echo chamber thing is kind of this mi- misleading idea. the The echo chamber implies, and 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 this is not I'm not implying or I'm not saying that this is not true. This is true. Um, is that you get into a point where you are. Um, you form your algorithm. you formed your own algorithm, and and the people who are listening to you are the people who agree with you. But there's also a flip side to that. You can also there's also the um, almost kind of I actually finally walling yourself you also. I did. I'd never heard it before, but I just now finally heard it. I somebody said that one time, and I'm like, I don't. I have heard about. your 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 also. Also, and it does sound sound kind of weird. It's kind of slurred together. <laughs> Um, but there's, we're there's, English. We like smashing things up, <laughs> but there's, Japan uh, does it too. They call it Persicom because they don't want to say personal computer. I think uh, there's a lot of words that they do that too, but that, yeah, that's, that's a, literally okay. a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. Um, it, and the more and more I look into it, the more and more I notice it uh, in a lot like of different it. words. I think it's cool. Um, anyway, um, cause I actually noticed it on another word just the other day, but shut up. You're distracting me. <laughs> I'm, I'm highly distractible. <laughs> I'm glad you're able to keep your train of thought still. <laughs> like, oh, um, they they also in the in the <laughs> shut up. I can't hear it. Now. I can't hear it. When when they do, they 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 have the echo chamber where the 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 algorithm is kind of influencing their 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 spear, um, but they are also blocking off the people that they don't agree with, and so they they are the echo chamber becomes even louder. And it becomes more um, enclosed on only the people that are listening to them. And then they think that's their entire world. And that's not their entire world. That is just the group of people that you have highly selected and picked, handpicked that are in agreement with you. So the only you, you just have like five little clones that are listening to you and only you. And so everybody else, you you think that these are the only people that matter, but there is far more people that actually are listening. Well, that's why I, I used to crack a joke about back when the news organizations finally started taking note that Twitter existed. And it was like super cringy because they were like, yeah, so there's this new hashtag out there that we need to look at here. Um, this hashtag says this, and there's like 15 people with that hashtag. Um, and there was always this kind of emphasis of like, this this thing is right now we found this post and it has like two likes on it. And it's like that's that's three people. <laughs> Talk about the news. Talk about what's important. Why are we talking about what one person said that two people seem to have acknowledged at least? We can't even say if they liked it. They're just like, yeah, that's there. I clicked that. Maybe they even accidentally clicked it scrolling through on their phone. We don't know. Who cares? Um, but I do, I do agree. I mean, that's, that's that. I think that's what also kind of creates that, that massive one side or the other, the massive split that we cannot be in the middle because you're either wanting to be a part of this group to be accepted into it and be in that echo chamber, or you want to be in this group. And then, like I said earlier, I really don't like the idea of people assuming the extremes because what does that do? If somebody walks up and says, I like pancakes. And then somebody replies saying, you must hate 
Waffles. You're a terrible person. He's like, no, no, waffles are good too. I just, I like pancakes. No, you hate waffles. And guess what? I am being berated by this apparent waffle group. I suddenly don't like waffles. <laughs> I was joking about that happening with Mushiko Monday. There was a character that I, I was talking about and I criticized one thing the character did. And suddenly everybody was getting really nasty with me. It was a group of, there was like three people. Three people were getting really nasty with me and I'm like, you know what, that's kind of making me not like the character. I mean, I eventually pivot and said, it's just three people, Andrew. But there was a side of me that kind of was starting to go, this is making me want to be more critical. But then I corrected myself because I think so many people get caught up in that. That idea that because this side pushed me so far, I might as well join this side. I was, I kind of talked a little bit of that with the whole, um, a video that I was talking about with AI and the writer strike and stuff like that. When I was looking into the writer strike, I was looking into AI, I was looking into um, contracts for voice actors and voice actresses. Um, I was looking to all this information about that stuff. Where it kind of comes to, the nutshell is this idea of the writer strike happened, then people were saying, be careful because they'll just use AI to write your stories. And then people wanted protections against AI to steal their stories. And it's this big snowball. And the thing that I noticed was, as I was looking into it, I kept seeing tweets. That would either be, if you support AI in any way, instant block. I don't even want to see you on my feed. I won't even talk to you. And then you have people that are like, good. I love AI. I hope AI takes all of your jobs. And I'm like, do you, how do you talk? Like, how are you people going to talk? And then, like I said earlier, it's like that aspect of when you see that divide you like start to wonder, should I even talk about this? Because well, this feels like eggshells. I don't even know if I want to talk about this right now because it feels like my comment section is going to be full of people saying, how dare you even be, most of them is going to be, how dare you be on the fence? Get down off the fence. Choose your side. We're fighting right now and you're on the fence. How dare you? You must support the other side if you're on that fence because half of your your other leg's on that side, so obviously you're on that side. It's just like people well, chill. That, that's what I was saying at the very very beginning when when uh, because this is in everything. Everything is doing the same thing. It's uh, uh, cryptocurrency, the NFTs, the and and I in in particular mentioned AI, and AI is one of those that's like I think it's a fascinating uh, technology. I don't I. I really like what it can provide. I think that there is some applications that I'm not sure that we should be going for. But whatever. It's not like my voice has a lot to do with anything that's going to eventually be decided. So why does it matter whether or not I agree no, with it or not? Because there was that one organization <laughs> that sent me an email and said, as soon as you guys say that you're cool with it on your podcast, we will hit the green light. Yeah, well, um, Screwed unfortunately, um, <laughs> we all know that AI is the Antichrist, and we all are going to hell for supporting it. No, you're supposed <laughs> to say, I love robots. <laughs> Rights for AI. Please don't leak all my naughty file folders on my computer to the world. I love Skynet. I am very polite to Siri every day. I say please and thank you to her we all the time. We talked about it before. She hears you whenever you say otherwise. It's not like she's just choosing to listen to you when you're being nice to her. <laughs> but no, I, I think that 
what I'm getting at with that whole idea um, of this kind of divide and discussion, this inability to kind of not be extremes on one side or the other is really around the conversations that comes from these controversial stories is, yes, at surface level, I wish that people would just walk away from a story or just accept that it exists there and move on. And I do, I'm perfectly fine with them discussing the thing itself, but don't do it in a way that sounds condescending to anybody that's okay with it existing there. Don't have that moral high ground that anybody, that everybody needs your wisdom and that if you disagree with them, you're a horrible person. That's like the whole situation with episode seven on a It's like, I don't even want to talk about it because it's, it's already putting me in the disadvantage. Because if I say anything positive, if I say, no, Rudius did not say a racial slur to Lenny and Persena, they're going to say, oh, but you're okay with everything else he did then. No, conversation over. I, I'm that I'm literally that way. If I am immediately put on the defense because they immediately say you're doing this, this, and this, conversation over. The discussion can happen. You can be uncomfortable with it and you can not like it, but let's just kind of come to the middle and discuss why that is. Because, you know, honestly, I think Refugian put that stuff in that story to bring up those questions. I think all these writers, for the most part, put these things in there to create that discussion. Inside Mari, crazy discussions that me and Chris had with that when it first came. We had a lot of fun talking about uh, Flowers of Evil when we read that manga series. I love when something has so much Oshinoko. There's so much stuff in that that is completely hard to stomach. And me and Chris... We had like what five podcast episodes talking about yeah. that show. <laughs> we did a we did a first impressions. We did like a we were doing a discussional episode one time doing the news, and we just started ranting on about it. Then, and then we did another video on it. And we did a I think we did a podcast on um, the whole situation with that fifth episode or something like that. We did a spoiler episode, and then we did a review. Um, there's so many fascinating things to talk about when something invokes thought, it evokes question marks, and it really makes you think. I think that's a like I said, an extremely good thing to have. So. Yeah. That was a lot of all over the place. This podcast recording sucked. You think so? <laughs> I hope my original plans of talking about allowing people the freedom of writing the stories they want is the core concept here. That's my my biggest, the reason why I made this entire episode that we end up getting sidetracked on. But again, like we said at the very beginning, when you were getting sidetracked, it technically all fits in this one thing. People chill out. Talk with each other. Stop assuming the worst. And allow people to express and write what they want to write, no matter if it offends you or not, because I don't want anybody deciding what is okay, where the line is. Because when we go down that road, everything's going to get censored. And the first people that are going to do it is these big corporations that are basically buying up all the other smaller companies, becoming the monopoly, and creating the gatekeeping that eventually is going to be able to gatekeep our, gatekeep our anime because they are getting that larger market. And as soon as Japan acknowledges Crunchyroll or whatever, whatever company decides that finally gets that point that takes the, the crown, chop block. And it's going to suck. And like I said, at that point, at that point, when they get that far where they're starting to tell Japan what to do, like they become the PlayStation in America, um, done. I'll be done with anime, I think, at that point. I'll go to light novel manga. 
until they get larger majority over here too and they start censoring that stuff too it's an individuality i'll be i'll be plugging light novels into into chat chat gpt so i can translate it and hopefully chat chat gpt doesn't start censoring it <laughs> it would too probably <laughs> oh gosh we're screwed if, if we're you, just screwed chris if you haven't um kind of gathered that at this point me and andrew are very very passionate about this this is one thing that if you go back, there's there's a few people who have actually done it, and and we give you all the all the all the all the kudos in the world for it. If you go back to the beginning of Otaka Spirit, um, we kind of started it out. We kind of bumbled around a little bit, and then we kind of fi- found our vision of uh in 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 a lot of ways it was kind of because we were listening to other podcasters and we were trying to see different and kind of feel out and find our own brand. And we've kind of hit on it in the fact that everybody was pretty negative. They were all negative. They were all negative. And we were like, okay, well, we want to listen to a podcast that is positive. And so that's the direction we, um, we went now. I, 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 I promise I'm going to get to a, a, a very important part a point. So bear with me. All these negatives kind of really kind of put a, a fire under me. And I really started to notice something. And I started kind of, it, it kind of was gelatinous and, and, and ha- didn't have a lot of form. And I was trying to figure it out. Why the hell are all these people so freaking negative about something, uh, about one thing? And I, I at the time... And somebody can find it. More power to you. I remember specifically saying, why the hell are you? Okay, me, I'm watching anime because I am tired of of the Western way of doing things. And I want to go somewhere else to get something else. Why are you taking the Western values and shove them onto Japan? That would make Japan do the same things that we are doing. So why are you going to Japan and getting your entertainment when you can just get them in Western? That To me, that is so freaking backwards. I don't get it. I do not understand. If you do not like Western entertainment, why are you going to Japan and then telling them to reflect at Western enter- entertainment? Either you like what Japan is doing or you do not like what Japan is doing. Take your pick. Um, but yeah, that uh, long story short, ever since then, I, we, there, it has been becoming more and more and more and more. And I don't like it. I really don't. I want, I think that Western people should have freedom of speech. I believe that Japan should have freedom of speech. I do not believe that anybody has the right to tell Another person, what they can or cannot say, period. I End of story. I'm not arguing with that. That is my core value. You have your core value. So be it. My core value is everybody has the right to say what they want to say when they want to say it, period. Except for hiring Hitman. <laughs> There's the line. Anyways. Uh, or citing violence, Chris. You're not supposed nah, to allow that no. either. Gosh darn. Going to walk into that trap there. Um, anyways. 
Yeah. I, I think I got everything out of my system. Um, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> it could go on for days, but I, there's at some point where I realized... It's not changing. Sort of like we're saying the same thing, yeah. but we're saying a little differently, but like I said, at the core was just, let's just have fun. Talk yeah. to each other. Um, don't assume the worst of the other person you're talking to. Um, don't stand on soapboxes for clicks. It's, it's kind of cringy. <laughs> and... Um, that's why that's I try to great. not t- tell everybody what I think, because then I start sounding like I'm on a soapbox, and I'm not on a soapbox. I don't want to be on no soap- soapbox. I, 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 lose I just want to watch anime and, and, and like cute Julie. I just... Just, just I, let me like cute Julie. I lose my balance really easily. <laughs> so I fall off the soapbox. <laughs> Shoot, I would t- I'd probably go to step onto it, and I'd completely miss it and trip and fall. Moe. Anyways, um... Yeah, we're at talkyspear.com if you still if you still like us. Um cuz we're not we're not on a side and that usually makes people angry. No, we're extremists on the Mashoko side that definitely is going to be established from this conversation. But if you don't hate us, we're at talkyspear.com. It's where all the links you can get to find where we're at on Discord, Twitter. Um go check out all my my viral my viral tweets about uh Julie's shoulders. Which is Julie on different shoulders and not shoulders. It, they're mostly shoulders, but there's there's thighs too, like Rise's thighs, because it's funny. Um, I at least make one of them funny. I'm gonna try to see if I can do it daily. I don't know if I, I can do that, but people like it, so I'm gonna keep making the Julie shoulders. I'm gonna make it a thing. I'm gonna make Julie shoulders a thing. But anyways, <laughs> Discord's there. Patreon link, uh, ways to support us, tips, all that kind of stuff. We greatly appreciate everybody's support. It means so much to us. But until until the next time, y'all take care. Oh, I almost said next Mashuka Monday because I just got done recording Mashuka Monday. Mm-hmm. That would been funny.